It's the Penny for Our Thoughts podcast, where you can get a third-party opinion on your worries, concerns, or problems that you may have. But please do not keep it to yourself and give some to us. My name is John. And I'm Gerald, and we're your hosts for today's episode of the Penny for Our Thoughts podcast. How's it going, Gerald? I don't know what I channeled there. It was like, it was like a, it was a sci-fi horror podcast. Well, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's fine. It sounded great. I'm sure the person tuning in right now thought it was sounding good. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, you excited today? Yeah, man. Let's do it. We have three. We have three. Yeah. Tried and true, man. Uh, they true. are a little bit longer. Like the 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 concerns are just long. So bear with me while I read through them every single time. Sure, sure. But uh, yeah, again, it starts from easy to hardest. Yeah, I think we've established that pattern now. All right. All right. First one is from Umbrella Boy. Okay. But the concern is from a female. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just that. It's 2021. Yeah, I, who is a 20-year-old female, am getting mixed signals from a date who is 26 male. That's the title. I, who is 20 uh, years female, came out of my first relationship in August, which left me some trust issues, and I've been dating on and off since then. I recently matched with a guy who is 26 years old male on Bumble. We decided to try a call over Bumble since he was at work. He's a delivery driver and still wanted to talk be- despite being behind the wheel. And overall, it went well. He listened, had input, and contributed to the conversation and overall it was a nice time. But he said a couple of things that threw me off and I don't know if I should interpret them as red flags. He mentioned two of his exes and a girl he hooked up with in high school and while it was in context to what we were chatting about it felt weird to share that share that with a potential date i'm struggling the most with the mention of the high school hookup we were previously talking about dating people with the same names as family or friends and he panicked when he found out that he had the same last name but he found out that when he had the same last name as her made sense for the conversation but i found it strange to bring up he mentioned a couple of times throughout the conversation that he was really enjoying talking to me, that it made his day brighter, and he was excited for the date that we had planned for tonight. What really made me stop to think was when he was talking about work and jokingly said Amazon, quote unquote, loved bombed their contracted delivery companies to prevent them from unionizing. When I put that together with how excited he seemed to talk and plan a date, it worried me a little and made me think this was something he would do himself on dates or in a relationship. I'm not sure if these are potential red flags or I'm overanalyzing the whole thing. I don't want to throw it away before I have the chance to meet him in person. But having trust issues, I'm scared that it might lead to trouble later on. I don't think I'm understanding the second. What's love bombing? Uh, what made me stop? He talked about work and jokingly said Amazon loved bombed their contracted delivery companies to prevent them from unionizing. Love bombed their contract companies? Yeah, I don't know exactly why um, Umbrella mentioned this one. I was a little confused about that when I first read it too. Um, but maybe he feels like he's going to love bomb the relationship or that's what Umbrella thinks. Love he gay. would do himself on dates or in a relationship. I just want to clear that part up. Can you read that sentence again about Amazon love bomb? Okay, so yeah. What really made me stop to think was when he was talking about work and jokingly said Amazon love bombed their contracted delivery companies to prevent them from unionizing. Oh, so they're like, she's scared to try that. Whoa, that's like... A pretty big stretch, in my opinion. Sorry. So, so <laughs> she's she's insinuating yeah. the way I'm I'm hearing it. Yeah, she's insinuating that okay, Amazon is like buttering up all their contract companies. Yeah, so they don't get tempted to unionize. So they they want to treat them treat them well, like manipulate them, sort of thing. So they yeah. don't they don't get tempted to unionize. Okay. So her analogy is that he's doing that to her, so she doesn't leave. I guess she doesn't. Like, that's a stretch. It's I mean, a pretty if you're big explaining stretch. Explaining it the way it, that's a if, stretch. If that's if I'm interpreting it correctly, like I'm not sure there's anything there. Like she's grasping it thin air, right? Yes. But the first one, I can definitely tell that she's she's concerned about, um, and there's the grounds there. The the mentioning of past relationships. Okay. Um, but I will have to side on on his side for this because number one, she even said so herself. It was in context. And she didn't stress anything about the fact that he was like, he was 
constantly talking about his ex, he's constantly talking about his past relationships for no apparent reason. Like it doesn't seem like he's hung up on any of his past relationships. So I don't think that's anything's out of the norm. Um, but also flipping the table a little bit, I don't think she would be, um, I don't think she would be like out to left field to ask him, like, hey, I'm a little uncomfortable about talking about past relationships. Maybe we can keep that to a minimum. I can see that, but it's weird that because it, it was in contact. So that means she was probably talking about her past relationships too. We don't know. But we don't know. I think it's safe to assume. Yeah, right. it's safe to assume that. So if you're both talking about it and you guys both brought up the conversation, then it's fine. I, 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 there's nowhere here that, that Umbrella says that she's uncomfortable with talking about it. She just feels like it's a red flag. And if that's the case, I don't think um, it's a red flag because you brought it up. It was in context. It was in context. And it was the conversation was there. If you're, but if you're uncomfortable with that he was talking about a hookup that he had in high school and, you know, he's 26 years old now. So that's almost 10 years yeah. ago. Could have been 10 years. Yeah, yeah. could have been. Um, it's just you're you're overthinking it. And I, I can see because you have trust issues. You're, yeah. yeah. You blatantly said you had trust issues because of your first relationship um, uh, that happened and, you know, it ended and you have some trust issues. That's fine. Uh, if you're asking for a third party opinion, like you were coming mm -hmm. here, I don't think it's a red flag. I do agree that because of your trust issues, you could have these thoughts. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that she's not justified because obviously she gave, she gave yeah. that background. She gave that, the details, which thank you, by the way. Um, <laughs> if this, to me, it sounds like he's a nice guy. He sounds like He's just having a normal conversation with you. And if he's overstepping any boundaries, then I feel like you should be, feel free to let him know that. Mm -hmm. Especially how long have they been talking? Not very long. Not they really. met on Bumble, right? So. Right. So, and they haven't even met in person. No. So I don't, I don't think you'd be completely out to left field to be like, Hey, I had fun talking to you, but like, there's these moments I kind of have some issues left over from my last relationship. And there are certain topics that I'm not comfortable talking about. Um, and if you nip that in the bud early, but not in a way that scares them off, then you're in a good place, right? Yeah. Um, oh, but going back about when you brought up the hookup, is she bothered by the fact that he started talking about her or the fact that he had a hookup? Like he was the type of person to that have That doesn't actually specify. Doesn't specify. It could be both. So let's just assume it's both. If it's both, then yeah. Um, it doesn't instantly t say uh, red flag if people like are into hookup culture. You know, if if... If they hook up with people while you're in a relationship, obviously that's a different story. Um, but I don't personally think like it would stop me from getting close to someone just because they were they hooked up with someone before. Yeah. Um, it's I don't think it's it's something to judge uh, someone's entire character by. And it's not like he's like been way out there. Like he's 26 years old. He had two girlfriends and one hookup. That's it. Yeah. And it was a high school. So a please, high school hookup. Yeah. So please keep that in mind as in high school. It's again, yeah. it's almost been 10 years for him. It could have been 10 years for mm -hmm. him. So don't worry about it too much. I think the trust issues is getting in the way, yeah. but it seems like you really did enjoy his conversation because mm -hmm. you, you even mentioned that you don't want to overanalyze things and you don't want to throw it away before having the chance to meet him. So it seems like you enjoyed the conversation. If it's one little hiccup and if you don't want to hear it, just tell him like, I don't want to hear your past relationships. Yeah. That's fair. And if, again, then when that road comes in, and again, that road can bridge the two different ways where he doesn't care. He's like, he still talks about his, his past relationships and, or he just listens to you and doesn't bring it up. But in this situation, it was under context. It was definitely, yeah. It was relevant to the conversation. Yeah. If you brought up, if you brought it up randomly, then I would say it's a red flag. Yeah. But if it's, if you brought it into the conversation and you probably mentioned that you were in a relationship in August, so not that long ago. Yep. So, then he probably brought, and then it was in context. Everything he said was okay. It's on the table. But then if you're like, I don't want to hear about it, then one, don't bring it to context. Two, tell him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. If you brought up the conversation, you kind of, I don't mean this in a harsh way, but you, you kind of have yourself to blame for that. <laughs> you kind of brought it up on yourself. And again, that's, there's nothing like, no points against you or anything. It's just, you have to realize if you talk about something, chances are if the other person wants to reciprocate in that conversation, they're going to talk about a similar topic. Yeah. And it's weird if you bring that in context and he just completely blatantly ignores it and then just does something. Yeah. Else. I mean, that's a little weird. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I think meet the guy, um, be careful, especially because, you know, you know that you have your, 
your trust issues from your past relationships. Um, but so far, I don't think, I don't see any flags. Yeah. Red or otherwise. After you meet him, you, you know, you talk to him and he was working and whatever. He shouldn't be on the phone call when driving, but I'm sure he did it legally. But either way, you liked him, obviously, because you're having a phone conversation with him. Um, you want to meet up with him. So meet up with him again. Like Gerald said, be careful. Right. But he doesn't seem he seems like a genuinely nice dude. He has yeah. his, he has his stuff together. He has a job. Yeah. Right. So I don't see any red flags. And for women that think there might be red flags, don't, right? Give the in, person like, a chance. Specifically, yeah. No, I don't. None of that, I don't think. Yeah, but in, even in general, some if it's like this, and like a guy brings up their past relationships, um, again, if it's is it in the context, then yes, that's fine. But then some some women and men will go out there and go jump to the conclusion that oh, this is a red flag, just because they brought up their ex ones. Yeah. I understand that talking about your past relationships is uncomfortable, especially out of context. But like, if it's in a part of a conversation, if it's contributing to the to the discussion, part of a conversation, and if it has any sort of relevance, and not just you, you can tell that the person's not just like venting or or going back and quote unquote reliving past traumas, you know, I I think it's okay. It, it potentially it could even be healthy, right? To to have that conversation, have everything. Um, when it comes down to it, you have an open book relationship. You yeah. kind of know everything about each other. It can be part of a healthy discussion. But uh, keep in mind, just because a person brings up their ex doesn't mean they're still hung up about them. Yeah. And Umbrella, I um, just want to say that, yes, you do have trust issues, but you're putting yourself out there, which again, that in itself is something to be proud of. Yes, I agree um, with that. And uh, I know we talked about this in episode 20 with Chloe, where some girls think that, one, all guys want to get into their pants, or two, they... Um. Yeah, I think that's the yeah, one. That yeah. So much. you're not thinking that. So, um, be open minded, right? Yeah. Make the decision on him when you meet him, right? Like for all we know, he could have million red flags when you actually meet him in person. Yeah. Assuming he doesn't, <laughs> but he could. Yeah. So just be aware of that. Uh, other than that, any final words for Umbrella there, Gerald? Yeah. I mean, it's gonna take some time to really get to know a person, but just based on first impressions from what you've given us, there's nothing to be scared of here. Yeah. Awesome. That, that was the first uh, quick one. Numero right. uno. Number two. This one is uh, by 7864. Let's go with seven. Seven. <laughs> um, title is Girlfriend Thinks She Is 80% The Reason For My Success and Got Mad When I Told Her She's Not. I've been dating my girlfriend for about three and a half years now. I am 29 years old and she is 28. Overall, our relationship is great, and we have a good dynamic. Today, we hosted some family members because I got a huge promotion. While her mom was congratulating me, she said something along this line that she is 80% the reason for what I have achieved in life. To this, I just said, yeah, you wish. After this, she has been pretty mad at me that I don't appreciate her, which is not true. I do appreciate her and acknowledge her help but 80% seems a bit too much to me. To be fair, to me, it is me who has a double master's and an ACCA qualification. It is also me who has worked 85 hours a week for the last four to five years. To her, I am trying to take her away. To her, I am trying to take away her sacrifices and just being ungrateful person. <laughs> I swear, I just changed it. It's not like she stayed back and hurt her career for mine. She did also work towards her, but only got a bachelor's and has worked 35 to 40 hours a week during the, during the duration of a relationship. I see this is a little red flag. Not enough to end a relationship, but I would like to get the credit where I deserve it. She says we can talk when I'm ready to acknowledge what she has done for me fairly, which, which is to her, again, it's 80%. How the heck should I deal with this? My mom thinks I should disagree with her if that makes her happy, but I don't think that's fair to me. Any advice, opinion on my relationship? There's a little bit of updates that um, Seven gave us, so if you have any questions, I can answer the, the, the updates. How long have they been going on? Three and a half years. She's taking credit for his career? For his success, yeah. Oh, 80% yeah, okay. 80%? I don't know. I would be mad. <laughs> yeah. I would be mad, Okay, especially... 
it sounds like in the context of the the initial comment where she said, uh, I'm 80% the reason, it sounds like it'd be a joke, right? Yeah. If you're in a party, who are they talking to? When uh, Her mom, I believe. Her yeah. mom, okay. Yeah, her mom was congratulating me. She said something along those lines. Like that sort of conversation in my head, it plays out like all parties are joking. Like she's like, oh, I'm the best thing that ever happened to him. This is the, I'm 80% of the reason. And then- in my head, like that scene plays out and he says, oh yeah, you wish. And she gives him a, like a, a joking, angry face and like pinches him on the cheek or something. Right. But that's not, she's seriously taking 80% of credit, credit in his success. Is there any, is there any example of what she thinks she's done? So that's what, so that's the questions I had, but then thankfully, um, seven give us updates here. Okay. Um, they don't live together. They don't plan on moving in together due to COVID. Well, they okay. used to, but then they did it because of COVID. Okay. Um, apparently, she did help her help him financially um, for like loaning each other mo- loaning each other money for like three months at a time. So not very often, but they loaned each other money. So I'm assuming they paid each other back. Um. Yeah. Loan each other money. So she also he also helped her. Yeah, I'm assuming at times. Yeah. And. All of that that you just mentioned, she counts as 80%. Like, yep. I don't know how to have this conversation with someone. Like, but. Oh, so what, what, sorry, to qualify the loaning thing, she loaned him a quite a bit of money on short notice, but he paid her back in three months. She takes care of the dog once or twice every two months. I'm out of the city and. Uh, let's see here. I can't defend yeah. her. Yeah. So, and he's saying that he has a maid that comes in, um, tw- two times a week. So, so his place is not dirty. Not messy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't defend her in this. Like she didn't do the work for him. No. She gave him some money. Yeah. But he could have gotten a loan from the bank. Worst comes, worst case scenario. Yeah. Right. She's like, I appreciate the fact that she's there for him. And then she's like whatever she's supporting him throughout all this, but it kind of gets undercut by the fact that she's taking credit for it. So she, she thinks that if she wasn't there, there would have been no possible way for him to get where he is. Yep. Wow. Well, 80%. (laughs) Okay. If she wasn't there, he'd only be 20% of the way where he's, where he is now. So he wouldn't be where, where he is now if it weren't for her. No, I don't know about that, man. I don't know how I'd have that conversation, but I definitely don't agree with her. And that would build some resentment. I'm already like, I'm already mad at her. I don't even know her. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty strong believer that a, a strong woman can make a strong man. Like, I believe in that. Yeah. Like, in this situation, I don't think so. And I don't know why she thinks it's 80%. Maybe she, maybe she just feels like she's unappreciated. And I think, I just feel like 80 is just a number. Uh, it's just the feeling I'm getting. Like, she just 80's- wants to feel appreciated that, you know, she was there and helped you along the time to get your double masters or whatever, or your ACE. I don't know what the ACCA qualifications are, but she feels like she's part of that. And I think she could appreciate it by that. And I think you should appreciate her for sticking with you for three and a half years while you're yes. going through that. However, if she's taking the credit for your hard work, getting a double masters, which I don't even want one masters <laughs> um, and we're and working for 85 hours a week, for the last four to five years, like you did a good job. I mean, I don't think you should discount that. <sighs> Do I agree with your mom where you should just, just say, hey, like if she if it makes her happy, just do it. Half, I'm going to say yes. Half, I say no. Just give her the appreciation that you do appreciate her. Um, But to say, oh yeah, you 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 kind of for 80% of my hard work, I think it's false. And I think you should just, you know, sit her down and talk to her about this. Like this, I did this. But were you there and supporting me and that helped me? Yes. And because I'm appreciated by that. 100%. I agree with that. I agree with the fact, I I think I even agree with the fact that 80% is just a number. I think it's deep rooted in the fact that, like you said, we don't know, uh, but I I feel like she's not, she doesn't feel appreciated um, in the context of his achievements um, because she's claiming this and she's so deeply offended that he said, no, you're not, you're not, you know, the reason the 80% of the reason why I'm here. Um, I don't think you should give her full credit because I just don't, I don't agree with that because, you know, I'm not going to do all this work just for someone else to say that this is my achievement, but yes, she was there. She was supporting you. Um, And 
in any way that you can show appreciation without, you know, giving up everything that you've achieved, then, then do that. Um, let her know that she's been a big part of what's been keeping him going. Um, you know, that stuff like that. I, I kind of, as, as it comes in my mouth, it kind of feels like it's beating around the bush of saying that you didn't do all of this, but I appreciate you being here. But isn't that the sort of the message that you kind of want to, you know, you kind of hope your partner portrays like you're both, this is a partnership and kind of like, yeah. we both contribute our equal part in the relationship. I feel like also it's the way you said it. I think that's the way. I think that's, I, I, this is, this is my two cents and my opinion. I think it's just the way you said it. The yeah, you wish. Yeah. Why did you have to say, yeah, you wish. I'm not saying that's you, you made a huge mistake. You shouldn't have done that. It's more like you could have been like, you know what? Um, when the mom said, oh, you're, you know, your girlfriend contributed 80% of your life. You'd be like, you know, I, 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 I appreciate that she was there for me. And uh, don't get me wrong, I did a lot of hard work, but I 100% appreciate that what she was there for me throughout the three and a half year relationship we was there. I think just, yeah, you wish. I think how someone could have received that could have been like, you didn't help me at all. It's all me, nothing. But I think once you, once you like, you know, have this thing, have this conversation and be like, hey, I appreciated you. You were there for me for three and a half years. I wouldn't have gotten here without you by my side. And once you say that, I think she'll be like, you know what, that's fair. Because, because I think she'll understand that you're the one who worked 85 hours a week for four or five years. Yeah. You're the one who got the double masters. You're the one who got the ACCA qualification. It's not her that got it for you. Was she there to support you? Yes. And should you be appreciative of that? Yes. I think, yeah, you wish. It was just for her, like as someone who could have received that would be like, okay, well, clearly for the three and a half, I didn't help you at all. Like clearly you're not appreciative of me supporting you whatever way possible. I, I could see her uh, receiving it in that way. Therefore, uh, if you just, you know, clarify what you meant by that. But then you can also say it the other way. Imagine working 85 hours a week, getting a double master's and someone comes up, granted it was his girlfriend, and someone, a third, I guess, a, like a, someone separate from you comes up and saying, hey, I'm taking, taking credit for 80% of what this guy did. Even though you know, like, yes, they had a part in your success, but you did all the work. It's It's like such a ridiculous claim in my head that it, that it's all just like part of a joke that kind of got miscommunicated. Yeah, and that, like she's, uh, yeah, she's saying like, "Oh, this guy's super successful, but who was there the whole time?" And I, I did all this. If they weren't for me, you know. And then I could see it happening where he's like, "Oh, yeah, you wish, right?" <laughs> yeah. It doesn't but, have to be in such a, a, a malevolent sort of tone, right? I don't think he said it to hurt her, because I think if I were to put myself in that situation, if I said, "Yeah, you wish," it would be to match her tone. Right. But then I think that's the thing. I think it's this, again, I'm a believer of, um, a different believer of like, if let's say you said something, yeah. right? And I got hurt by it. I, it's the person who received it that matters, not the person who said it. So you're right. I think you, it could be like a whole joke of saying, oh yeah, you know, like, yeah, you wish. But I think to her that, yeah, you wish might've not been a joke. Maybe like the way like her mom portrayed it might've been a joke, but then the, the way he responded to that joke could have not taken as a joke for the girlfriend of seven. You know what I'm saying? I, like she no. could have received it. Oh, okay, so you, you don't think, you know, I didn't do anything to help you get there. So you don't, you're not appreciative of me at all. I think I could see her saying that. But again, it started as a joke, but then it got miscommunicated, miscommunicated along the way. I could see that, but I don't I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to give in on this one because she, you could also say that he, he didn't, what if he didn't take that as a joke? What if he didn't take what she said? Oh, I, I did 80% of the work. You're right. So there's a lot of miscommunication. Right? I could see that. If you flip the table, it's a double standard, right? If, if, we go with, if we go with what you said, she said something that could potentially be offensive to him, but he took it as a joke and he said a joke back. Yeah. And then she got offended. Yeah. So then, okay, should I be offended? Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. In that situation, I could see it. However, I want to I give the benefit of the doubt to the girlfriend. Right. For three and a half years, if he was doing his double masters, yes, he was working for 85 hours. There's things that she probably did in the background that he didn't notice. That could be yeah, that could be very true. And then that that could have been told. The, the girlfriend could have told her mom. That's that could be and then, true. And then the mom thinks, oh, okay, she did a lot. So I don't want I want to give the benefit of the doubt to the girlfriend that she probably did help things you didn't notice. Especially for three and a half years. Some things like even like picking your socks off the floor or right. like making you food one morning before you go to work right. or whatever. You probably didn't notice it because you probably just expected it and you, or you're okay like, with that. Yeah. It wasn't like a big thing to you. And I think 
if you think carefully, there are times that your girlfriend probably did that to you and she's want to feel appreciated for that. But once you said, hey, yeah, you wish, I think that discounted everything she did. And I think I would have been pretty salty if I did those things. She didn't see that. And then she's like, okay, well. I guess you don't appreciate me. Yeah. I think that's the idea that I, that's the feeling I'm getting. I'm not saying that you're in the wrong seven, but I feel like the way you delivered those lines and the way she could have received it are different than the way you thought you said it. And I think in most situations, it's the way the person listens to it and receives that what that person said rather than the person that's saying it. So for example, I like, I love to give this example. It's like, you know, one of my friends are like Gerald and I'd say, Hey Gerald, you should work out. Right. He could be like, he could take it as a man. You think I'm fat. But to <laughs> yeah. me, I could the way I intend to say it is, hey, you should look out for your health. I care about your health, and I'm telling you, you should work out for your health benefits or like benefits for your health. But you could take it in, oh, he thinks I'm fat, right? Who's which, in the wrong here? Which is complete, like it's not a, an out to left field assumption. Yeah, right? and then you know what? I think in that such in those most situations, yeah. it's the person who receives it is not a fault. It's the person who said it. So then you should really clarify, say, hey, that's not what I meant, you know. Whatever. But there are people out there like, hey, I didn't mean it that way. You took it that way. You're in the wrong. There are people who like that. Yeah. And, you know, Seven, you might be that kind of person. But I'm just telling you, the person receives it matters more. It all depends. Yeah, because then if you're trying to say something, it's your responsibility to communicate what you're intending. Exactly. No, I, okay, I understand so that. So in this case, again, going back on topic is, yeah, that yeah, you wish could have been a hurtful comment to her. You could say the exact same thing with what she said, though. It well, is her hers. mom said so. Her mom said yeah. so. So it wasn't her that she's like, oh, oh, it was her mom said that my daughter contributed 80%? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, th I thought you'd do that. I was thinking the whole time that the, the girlfriend said it. No, no, no. Her mom's, her, the girlfriend's mom said it. Oh. And then, and then the boyfriend's like, yeah, you wish. And then the girlfriend got upset. This is why I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Because the mom will know things that she did for her. Uh, Vice versa. Okay. Yeah, some things that the boyfriend, like Seven did to her, his girlfriend might not go to the mom's ears. But the things the girlfriend did to seven will go to the mom's ears and she'll notice it and she'll see it. Okay. In that case, then I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this now. It's, it, got, it got all muddy in my head now. Yeah. So then he replied to her mom about that, which, you know, I feel like if you're in front of parents, you should be like, you should be joking around or fluffing your partner up. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're talking them up. Yeah. Like, yeah, she was, you know, she was a cornerstone to my success and whatnot, you know, like. So here's the actual sentence. While okay. her mom was congratulating me, she said something along the lines that she is the 80% reason for what I have achieved in life. To this, I just said, uh, yeah, you wish. That could be she is in the girlfriend, though. That could be too. Yeah, you know what? That's it, why it, I think that's okay, why. That's why you're right. So yeah. you don't know for sure. Okay. So if it was the girlfriend, it was like, you can dish it out, but you can't take it sort of situation, you know? Yeah. Okay. Then I agree with you on that. But if it's the mom saying it. I, but if it's the mom, be like, you know what? She was, she was a, a big part of my success and I appreciate her for that. Done. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah. you know? But then you saying, yeah, you wish. Yeah. Because it's not been... coming from your girlfriends. Your, your girlfriend's not like joke bragging, right? Yeah. If it was your girlfriend joke bragging, then you would joke back, right? But it's the mom trying to you know boost up her daughter that's what moms do right i'm not gonna be like yo mom why are you, you giving credit <laughs> you know like giving credit where it's not due yeah you know i'm like leaning more towards the way i read it i think the way i first read it was yeah. the mom said it yeah, yeah and now the way i'm looking at it reading it now i think it's the girlfriend that like dished it out but can't get it back so can't then so back. then in the situation that the girlfriend is the one saying it does that change what you how you feel about this Yes, because I still feel, yeah, even though if the girlfriend said it and this, I, you know, if you took it as a way as discounting your achievement. Yeah. And then I think you could have just said it nicely. I think that's the, the yeah, you wish is really getting me. Even if she said it in a very like serious tone, not a joking term, mm -hmm. you could have just been like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I appreciate your, you being there for me. 80%? I don't know. <laughs> like it goes out that way or whatever. You could be like, we'll talk about the 80% later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Especially in a family gathering. Like, it's, again, one, she shouldn't have brought that up. Like, it, like the 80% part. Again, it's in the number. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, you should, you could have just been more nicer and a bit gentler. Right? Uh, 
if if it's again, I think a lot of it is, comes down to delivery and intention. Yeah. If she said it really like jokingly, like this guy's you know big shot, but if he wasn't for me, then I think it's perfectly valid to be like, yeah, you wish, right? I I feel yeah, like okay, in, the know, in, in the context of that con- conversation, yeah, the, if it was that context, I agree with you. In as a very joking term, yeah, then yes. But if she was like, you know what, hey. Like, hey, because of me, like, I'm like 80% of your achievements. But I'm thinking about, like, like, who says that seriously? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) This is my question. That's why in my head this is a scene in a rom-com. But again, it's also another issue that you did. I don't know. I'm still stuck on the part that you said that. Yeah, you wish. Yeah, what she said isn't valid either. And it is something that she shouldn't have said. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you could say something exactly the same back. It's my way of saying it. And you're saying that it's a joking manner. You can joke it out back. Yeah. But I think to her, I don't think she thought it was joking. Like she wanted to feel appreciated. And then you just smack that down. That's not the way to do it though. You're right. But I just feel like that's the way she just did it. Yeah. It was her fault for saying that. But it's also your fault for saying, yeah, you wish. I think there's there's no, I'm not going to give it to the girl because she shouldn't have said that whole 80% thing in the first place. Yeah. And vice versa, you shouldn't have said like that in the first place either. I don't know. I, I think if it's in the context that's playing in my head, then both of these both of these comments were perfectly valid. They're perfectly fine. But then she got mad about it. So she, clearly, you know, there's something else there that he didn't realize was going on. Like something like her not feeling appreciated and whatnot that he didn't see by saying, yeah, you wish. So I don't think... Her intention was to hurt him, and clearly his intention was not to hurt her, right? Yeah, they're both in the wrong. That's my saying. <laughs> they're both in the. I don't think either of them were in the wrong. But either okay, so that's the thing. They're both either not in the wrong or they're both in the wrong. And I'm gonna just go with both in the wrong because someone got hurt. Someone, someone got upset about the situation. I'm gonna say she shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. Just talk it out. I think. <laughs> I think it's fine that they said it. I just don't think she should have gotten mad about it because it's not. It's not meant in a hurtful way, right? If she wanted to to feel appreciated, this is not the way to do it. But she might have not taken it as a joke. She might have not taken it as a joke. Yes, she might have said it as a joke. And like you said, she's dishing it up. I can't take it. In this situation, I can see it because it might she might not think it was a joke. She might have actually just felt that she was not she was not appreciated whatsoever for the last three and a half years. I could see where the yeah you wish could have cut down the 80% to like completely zero. Yeah. Right? You could you <laughs> it could have been nicer you may yeah like you follow it up with like yeah you wish maybe like 40 or 50 you know like but, could, but I, yeah. okay I, I get what you mean yeah like she even if it wasn't 80 she still would want to be appreciated even for like 10 20 30 40 percent but it feels like when you said yeah you wish it feels like it just went from 80 to nothing and you just don't feel appreciated at all and she's gonna yeah. feel upset about that okay yeah i see i see the yeah <laughs> oh i convinced you <laughs> i see the fact that if he had said it you know, nicer if he like hadn't been, oh, I don't know if he was confrontational. Cause again, in my head, it's, it's all, it's all it's a, a joke. joke. Yes. Right. I don't think he was in the wrong for doing, for t- telling it as a joke. Cause that's, that's what it was. But that joke could have been received differently. Yeah. I guess if you went out for three years or whatever, you should have probably had a clue how that, how your girlfriend would have taken that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's outside of the scope of this question. Um, <laughs> As, to, as for how to handle it after the fact, just make sure you know, or just make sure your, your girlfriend knows now that you do appreciate everything she does. Yeah. Um, but I also assume that your hard work went into it. I wouldn't touch on that until after it yeah. simmers down. You're right. right. You know what? You're right. Once emotions aren't at a high, you make sure she's feeling all right. You know, if it, if it ever comes up again where she's like, hey, I'm doing 80% of the work in this house, then I think you'd be validated to be like, all right, let's talk about this 80%. <laughs> yeah, but what did, yeah. Don't be harsh about it. Of course. Yeah. That's the thing. But also don't, you know, give yourself for credits, give credit where credit is due. Yeah. And good for you, man. Double masters. Honestly, I would never, I didn't, I got a bachelor's and I'm just like, why do I even have this bachelor's degree? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about anything enough to get a double masters. You know, honestly, like I I just don't like that much schooling, especially something I don't care about. Yeah. I don't mind the schooling, but if it's something I don't care about, then yeah, I won't last super long. So congrats to you. But I don't think I care about anything that much. I mean, other than the career I'm in now, I would study and I like learning about it. But like going to school and like theory aspect, no, it beats me. I'm not going to do that. But either way, congratulations on your yeah. double I, ACC, I, oh, sorry, double ACCA qualifications yeah. and your double master's. Good for you. Um, more than we got. Yeah. More than <laughs> what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Any last words? No, that's it. I think, 
I think we hit the nail on the head there. All right. <laughs> it kind of riled us up, eh? Because <laughs> yeah. we actually had like conflicting ideas, but yeah. we ended up going the same way. Okay. Last one is by Espresso and Beanzos. Espresso's fine, I guess. Um, I'm 29 years old female realizing that I don't have a supportive husband who is 31 year old male. I'm graduating with a bachelor's degree and making more money and he's not happy with it. Here it goes. Okay. So we've been married for five years, dating for seven. At the beginning of our relationship, I was doing prerequisites to get into a nursing program. I ended up going to a two-year community college to get my associates and then starting working as a nurse around the time we got married. My income went from around $40,000 a year working in a call center to about $60,000 a year working in a hospital. So it was a huge improvement. At the time, my husband was very happy for me. Now, to give a little background, he works in a trade like plumbing or electricity or steel, something like that. So he makes good money around $80,000 a year. He's always been a higher earner and did not need a degree to do his job, which is amazing. I wish I didn't have to waste so long in school and pay so much of money to do what I do. With graduation coming up, I've noticed him making snarky remarks like when I made a statement that I was excited to graduate, he said, quote unquote, I don't know why having a bachelor's degree, ba- sorry, quote unquote, I don't know why having a bachelor's is pretty much pointless anyway. I don't even see the need for it. You're already a nurse. End quote. So that kind of brought me down a little bit. Also, I've been discussing with them me going into more of a specialty at work. This would mean I would make more money. My ideal job would be quite easy for me to get now with the bachelor's and it would put me between ninety dollars to $100,000 a year. Ever since we've had the discussion, he's been cold to me. He has said things like, starting quote, Well, are you sure you can do that job? It sounds hard. Maybe you should stay where you're at, end quote. When I mentioned the hospital I want to work at is about 45 minutes away, all he could talk about was how difficult the commute would be and me getting stuck in snowstorms on the way or something. He's just being a huge downer about it. I also mentioned to someone recently that I was thinking of going back after I was done with my bachelor's to possibly get my master's in nursing education so I can teach nursing school someday. He was studying next to me when I said this and he made a huge expressionary sigh and rolled his eyes. I don't understand. He's always been happy and supportive of me, but now I feel like I've overstepped an invisible boundary that I didn't know existed. I feel like since I make more money than him, he's somehow taking it personally, which is confusing because it's not like I'm spending a ton of money on myself. The money's going to our uh, savings and going into our house and going to us traveling. I've told him this and he doesn't seem to make a difference. I just don't know what to say to make him realize how hurtful he's being. It was a long one, so I'll do a quick recap. Husband is not excited that I'm going to be making more money than he is and is not supportive of my choices to pursue higher education. Don't know what to do. He's threatened. He's he's not going to be the main contributor to the family anymore. And he feels, I don't know what a good word would be, maybe like emasculated or he feels unimportant now that you know you have potential to surpass the income and i don't necessarily know if he cares about like the sophistication of your job i think it all boils down to how much money you make and he's he's in that mindset where it's like he wants to feel important and he feels important because he's making more money and as soon as the tables flip he's like all right where does that leave me you're making more money um, and to follow this rabbit trail, you know, like how am I, how am I supposed to keep up or how am I supposed to, you know, um, show my worth that I'm important to this, to this couple or relationship. Do they have kids? No. No kids. No mention of kids. Uh, that's a tough, uh, tough road to navigate there. Cause on one hand, you want to make sure that, you know, none of this, uh, changes how you're seeing him right but then you also don't want to step on him like step on his toes and, and make him feel like he's less than you know what he feels like he is and his pride i think is at stake here which is you know <laughs> by the way you, d- you describe him he's he feels like it's very fragile um and the tough part here is if if it comes from you any of this conversation comes from you it's going to sound like 
preaching and I don't think he's going to like believe necessarily any of it. Um, I don't know. How do you, how would you approach this? I want to say this is if you are 100% sure that he's mad about the fact that you're going to make me more money than him and he feels down about it. This is a, a textbook uh, example of toxic masculinity in my personal opinion. I would agree with that. However, I want to step back a little bit. I think you're jumping to conclusions that he's unhappy with you, like with you making more money than him. I, I, I don't want, I think you're jumping to conclusions. And this is, this is kind of why I think so. You're right. He doesn't have a bachelor's education. He has a trades, which is fine. I mean, that's what he wanted to do. That's what he did. Um, in all the because since you are married now, I want to talk about finances here, right? Especially going into further education because you guys are married. Who's paying for that education? Are you guys both paying for it? Are you taking loans? And it doesn't matter. If whether it's loans or both paying for it, he still has to foot that bill. And maybe he doesn't want to do that. That's fair on him. If he doesn't want to foot the bill for education, that's fine. He might not want to do it. But let's say you take loans. You're like, you know what? If he doesn't want to do it, I'll take loans. That loan is still his. It's still That's under true. his name. So, so maybe he doesn't want to deal with the financial burden of student loans or loans in general. And I could see that. And there's no, there, you know, you're right. He's being, he's being very um, dumb about the way he's presenting, the way he's saying. So for example, you mentioned the 45 minutes away. All he could talk about the commute. He's mentioning that that's the downside. Yeah, your commute might suck. That's true. 45 minutes to commute anywhere. And he just, he's being very blunt about it. Like he could have been nicer. Like, but he's, he's telling you the bad sides first. He might maybe tell you the good sides later, but he's bringing you the bad sides, snowstorms, apparently where you live, they might have snowstorms and it's be, it just, it would suck for you. He just giving you the idea. I don't think he really, personally, he might care, but I don't think he really does. Like he'll just suck for you. And then, but then again, he might think about himself because people are naturally selfish. He might be like, well, if you get stuck in a snowstorm, I have to go help you. And that's a 45 minute drive. I don't want to do that. Right. Right. Um, things like saying him saying that, you know, well, are you sure? Can you do that job? It sounds hard. Maybe you should just stay where you're at. Okay. That's, that's the only time I could be like, he's being, you know, uh, he's being stupid, right? Yeah. He, he's literally bringing you down. And that, in that aspect, I can see that he's being a huge downer on you, but there's no explanation that's saying, oh, you're making a lot more money. I don't want you to make more money than I do. Like there's no real hard evidence for me to lead that. But if obviously there might be some things that he said that to you is pretty big hard evidence that you didn't mention to us here, then okay. Then he's being very, being a toxic max masculine person. And yes, you should just tell him that, you know, what's wrong with more money. The thing that tips me off is that number one, what you just mentioned that he's, he's trying to, he's trying to dissuade her from going to the job because he's trying to convince her that she can't do it. That's one that I can't really defend him on. Like, yeah, and I agree with you. Yeah, and then number two, unless I'm I'm mixing this up here, is when he made the switch, right? When he made the switch from supportive to uh, to non not supportive, was that after she graduated already? When she mentioned like other positions, he says with the graduation coming up, I've noticed him making snarky remarks. So it's probably when close to her graduating. I don't think she has graduated yet. Maybe she has. But yeah, so what close to her graduating? That's what that was what she said. Snarking. Close to her graduating, and then he started like going down this road of being unsupportive. Yeah, I could still uh, I could still see what I said earlier being being the case that he's threatened by her like moving up in the in terms of the the weight she brings to the relationship, right? To the dynamic of that the dynamic of who's making. It was making more money. I can still like most of me still leans that way, um, and I can see it. I just don't want to jump to complete that's, conclusions that's right true, away because there's no hard, hard evidence of him being like, "You make more money than me. I'm uncomfortable." Yeah, right. But a lot of his actions indicate that. Yeah, but again, that might be some other issues that we don't know, right? Even, you know, he does say that you know you don't need a bachelor's degree and whatever. That's fine. He can, he can make that comment because he makes good money without a bachelor's degree. So yeah. for him to say that is completely legitimate. It's fair. Um, however, I don't know how it works in the country you're in or if you're in you know, United States or whatever. Uh, I do believe you do need a degree to become a nurse. <laughs> and, with, and then you pass the RN exam. 
to be an RN, but there's always the LPNs that don't need that don't. I guess, but I'm assuming if you're going for a bachelor's degree, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. want to be an RN. It's just an assumption yeah. that I'm going to make, and because most people take that route, I don't see a lot of people with bachelor's degrees and don't become an RN. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I mean, but you could. I get. But either way, so you want to be an RN. I just assume that. So then him saying that you don't need the need for it, you're already a nurse. He just doesn't know. I think he's just playing. He has no idea. I don't. A lot of people don't know that. Um, as a nurse you have to take an exam after you take your bachelor's degree. Yep. It's not like being a teacher where you get a teaching degree and then you can teach. You can teach, yeah. Right? So I think he just might not know because he's just not, he's not close to that. He's not close to the whole, you know, university or, you know, four-year college degree life because he didn't need it. And yeah, the only thing I can't see him, him saying that, well, are you sure you can do that job? It sounds hard. Maybe you should stay where you're at. That's the only thing I could be like, what the hell is this doing? Why, why, why is he so like... Yeah, how's this productive? Yeah, why is he so negative about it? Like, why is he bringing you down? Like, he's... Like, it's your wife. You shouldn't you think highly yeah. of someone. That's your wife. However, you know, again, you didn't mention this, but who's paying for this bill? You guys are married, Right. So maybe he's maybe he's the stress of that financial burden of loans or paying for your schooling yeah. sucks. And he's just being stressed about it. I think that's completely fair. If if he explains to us that I made these snarky remarks, although I will still say you could have said it nicer, you should have not used those words, I could see the stress that he was getting from financial burdens. I think it's easy enough to well, especially because they're married it's easy enough to bring that topic up though if he was uncomfortable with with spending so much more money on her going back to school i feel like you don't have to beat around the bush for that you but in, have, in that cases i could say that you know as a man you you know you, you don't want to deal you don't want to burden your wife with the finances like i can see that aspect so then instead you bring her down by saying don't you don't need to go to school you, you should stay where you at again they're both wrong like even like as a man if you're having trouble finances you should, you should talk to your woman like that's again another version of toxic masculinity but that one is more common than saying hey you i don't want you to make more money than me like i feel threatened if you make more money than me i feel like that in itself saying hey i don't want to i don't want to disclose my financial burden to my wife Right, as a caretaker of the house, I should right. be able to figure this out. That's more common than saying you make more money than me. I don't feel comfortable. Like that's dumb. And it, is dumb. I, it could be the case. I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying don't jump to the conclusion that that is the case. Because there's no real hard evidence that you have told us that that's the case. There could be so many things in the background. Maybe his work was stressful. Maybe he was just negative that day when he said that. Oh, and you want to do that? You never know. Because you said he's in plumbing. The funny thing is you don't know what he does. That's not a funny thing. <laughs> Something like, trade. He's in trades like plumbing or electricity or steel. Those are all so different. And I'm sure you have to work. Uh, if you want to do all yeah. three, you have to work a lot. So it's funny that you don't know what it is. Um, and that kind of also says about it, right? He's You don't know what it is. And he's making over $80,000 a year. And he's footing the bills for a lot of things, I'm sure. Right? Because he makes more than you. And he's probably stressed. That's completely fair, especially if you're going to school. School is expensive. School is not cheap. But since he's married to you, he's gonna, he's gonna feel obligated to give you the money, and that's the idea that I get for the second term, where he's like, um, they going to get your master's. If you want to go get it, you should. But again, you're married now. You ha that financial decision has to be made together. That's if you true. weren't married, do what you want. I don't care. And if he says those things, then I'll be like, okay, hey, yeah, this guy now, it feels like he's, you know, threatened with masculinity or whatever. But you're married. If you decide to go to master's, that costs money. The thing is, there's no hard hard and fast evidence to tell, tell us that it's not him being insecure about making less money, though. Yeah, and, you know, we're going to go with the idea that he's innocent until proven guilty. I realize that, but any one of these could be could be the guilty situation. He could be guilty of being worried about the finances, right? He could be guilty about being stressed at work. Yeah, but we don't know for sure. Like you said, you don't know for sure if what's which one it is, right? So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Why look down on him? Okay. It could be something else. Is my is my thing, right? That's like how the world works, right? But, but if we start looking down on people, but we don't have hard evidence, because then then what's the world going to be? It's it's a pretty no. yeah. terrible world to live in. But the thing is, it's it's hard to it's hard to defend him because of that that one line. Like I don't know I don't know what could 
You're right. I agree with what you. It could def- what it could be. I agree with you. I but- feel like she should figure out where this is all coming from. Like, I think that's what the, the whole the whole concern is about because yeah. she doesn't know how to bring this up with him. Right? Um, but I think that conversation can be had without people... Actually, I, I don't know him, but I'm assuming that you're married. It can be that conversation about, hey, why aren't you... Why are you acting like this? Why you used to be so supportive? I feel like that conversation can be had without people, you know, like lashing out or whatever. And I, I think that's the con- conversation that we need to, ha- that they need to have because she, she wants to do these things. And for some reason, she doesn't know why he's opposing her on it. Yeah. And that's the thing. And you need to, f- you need to figure out what, why he's being unsupportive all of a sudden because he was supportive and now he changed. And the only thing I can think about is again, this is digging really deep is, is the financials. I I don't right. I don't even think that's too far of a of a, a throw for this. Yeah, and also, if you have your this is the thing, and again, it's another thing you want to consider is that let's say the financials is a stress to him, whether or not you're like you know thousands of dollars in debt, like it's just a stress, like he doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah. And now you want to go get your master's. Let's just assume that's two years. Normally, for the two years, you're not really working full time. Mm-hmm. So then he's footing the bill, and then if he's footing the bill, who's paying for the the, the student tuition? Maybe he is. Maybe a student loans this. But now he has to take off that 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 big massive loan that he has to take off for two more years. He might have been happy that, you know, if you just work your full-time job and then just live like a normal, like live and get a, get a, get a salary every month or every two weeks or whatever and then just bring the money home. And he might that might feel more comfortable to him because that's what he's used to. He's not used to going to school. So then how would you explain him getting snarkier her with her getting closer to graduation. The, the snarky comment of why you need a bachelor's degree is I think that he's just oblivious. He just doesn't know. Okay. I, I would oh, I, yeah, yeah, I can one hundred percent mention to that. The one word that says, do you think you could do that job? It seems hard. That one's the only one I can't explain to him. Um if if I was to really explain it to him, maybe he just wants him wants his wife to live a more comfortable life. Right, it's a harder job. Maybe he does seem it seems hard. Right, again, it's a, it's a, it's yeah, it's it a could little bit. be, but it's it's very clearly like unless she was expressing her concern about this job is going to be hard, it's going to be hard in our life. I mean, yes, you can express that concern, but I don't think that should be your main point of of conversation. Like personally, like you would tend to agree, right? If people says if people say uh, more supportive things about the things that you want to do, right? Like you. You'd, you would assume that people would be like, hey, yeah, you're pursuing this great thing. I will support you in this. Instead of saying, you know, there's going to be lots of roadblocks along the way. Sure, and you want to do this. Is it also, I think he could, you can chalk this up to him being super conservative. As in like, he doesn't like changes, right? He's She's making good money, 60K. But now you're willing to change that for something else. So maybe maybe he's like, ah, I just stay where you're at. Like it gives you a good job, whatever. Like, don't do that. I can like, see that. I can see that because he, he doesn't want to change. Mm-hmm. I think that could be it. That could, a difference in the levels of ambition between the two, I guess, at that point. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, she is 29. He is 31. But huh. he's been pretty settled in his job, right? That's true. He, maybe he's just really enjoying the stability of having two incomes. Yeah. And then so, you know, moving to a different job, you never know if that's going to be a for sure thing. You don't know if that person's going to stay there for the whole time. And that's the thing. If you move and you think you'll enjoy it, but you actually don't, yeah, he probably thinks that can he can she go back? It's not it's not easy to go back to your old job that you liked. So I think that's what he's trying to just cover the ground, right? Most people, yes, you and me, I think would be like, yeah, go ahead, do what you want. Yeah. But he's just like, as long as we can support it. Oh my gosh! Like, what if you move and you don't like it and you quit, right? And if you quit, you're like, oh, I want to go get my master's degree. Oh no, that's so much financial burden at this point. He's he's it's thinking a lot to think yeah about. he's he's thinking about a lot and I just don't think you really know what he's actually thinking about and what he's feeling and that's one of the reasons why I don't think you jump into that conclusion of no. he's scared of you making more money than him he very well could be yeah I was gonna say I don't I don't think you should discount that idea that he he's insecure about it but that's not the only thing that's going on here yeah um I just hope that we're giving him the benefit of the doubt you know for a reason and that he's actually not that kind of person yeah. To you know, to borderline like oppress what she wants to do with her with her life, um, but there's lots of other things at play here, and and I think you 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 really hit the nail on the head with saying that it could be the finances. You know, a lot of people have 
have trouble um, managing their finances, especially as a, as a married couple. And congrats to both of you, you're both making really good money. But if it's comes down to stability versus two years of of you know potential instability, I could see why one would prefer stability. Stability, even yeah. if it's you know the earning potential as a couple is less than you know two years down the road. If you got your master's, you got the whatever job that that pays you more. Yeah, and you know, espresso. I do agree that he could have said it in a different way. Hundred percent delivery and intent again, two different things. He could have been like, "Hey, I'm supportive of whatever you do, but don't you think this is a little bit." you know, a little far for the for the commute or whatever. Yeah. What if you get truck, you know, stuck on a snowstorm? Like he could have said it in a nicer way instead of saying, oh, that sounds far. Oh, don't do that. It seems hard, yeah. right? Like he could have been supportive, but you know. Hey, we've said this multiple times. Everything's he, everything he said, there's a there's an explanation that's not, you know, super harmful to your relationship, mm-hmm. except for that one line where I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time, you know, doing the mental gymnastics to, to justify his reasons for that. <laughs> And then the last thing you said is like, the short is like, oh, uh, he's not supportive of my choice to pursue higher education. Don't know what to do again. Finances. He, he could, I could, I could probably like bet money on that. that he just doesn't want to go through that stress. Did she start going to school before they got married? That one doesn't really tell me. Okay. Because what made me curious. Oh, so at the beginning of the relationship, she was doing prerequisites to get into a nursing program. So she was doing it, ended up going to two-year community college and then started working and then going to get a bachelor's, yeah. So they were dating. They were dating, went, but yeah. they weren't married. They weren't married, no. They were, dairy, they, they were dating after the community college because they said they were dating for seven, but married for five. So I'm okay. assuming the five years of dating is a, yeah. Okay, so then I could see him not really, because he's not responsible for her uh, tuition when she was taking her bachelor's. Yeah. Right? They weren't married, so he maybe he didn't make any snarky comments. Because it didn't affect them. <laughs> yeah, but now they're married. But now they're married. Now he has he has more of a say of what you get to do with both of your money. Yeah. Okay, I could definitely see that. So that's why, again, just, I'm going back to don't disc, don't uh, jump to conclusions here. I think there's a lot to him to, you know, um, unpack there. He's just not telling you because, again, the whole masculinity thing, again, I would a, say is toxic, but... Right. As as a male talking, like there's some things that as a man, you should do these things, right? So as a part of a married couple, you should do these things. Yeah. Man or woman, like yeah. you should disclose what you're worried about that could potentially affect the relationship because you're, you've agreed to go through this together yeah. at this point. Uh, and I hope that he actually opens up as to what the reason is instead of just brushing it off. Like I could definitely see him, the way she describes him with like the way he talks. Um, it doesn't sound like, He'll open up very easily about, you know, what's bothering him about it because clearly he's been being around the bush, right? But hopefully if it comes into the light in, in, in a more direct way instead of like in passing, hopefully he'll actually, you know, air out the, the dirty laundry or whatever and he can open the can of worms that he's been crumbling about for the yeah. past however long. And the last thing I want to say is if you are in this situation, you need, like, if you're a guy and you're listening to this, um, you need to literally communicate. You need to open up. Like, don't use that toxic masculinity crap. Like, if you're worried about the financials, you're if you're married to her, yeah, you need to be like, okay, hey, I'm worried about the financials. This is the situation. What do you think we should do? Right? It's your money. It's like your guys' money, not just your money. Yeah. Right. So, f- get, I don't agree with toxic masculinity. Uh, however, I can understand some things that you know, as a guy, you know, you should do that or whatever. Right. You feel obligated, response, uh, responsible for certain things in a relationship, right? Yeah. The whole conservative point of view where you go, you know, the guy should be the provider. Yeah, I understand it, but do I think it's right? No, I don't think it's no. right. Yeah. No. Cool. Final things for that one? No, I think we can cover it in the recap here. Cool. All right, let's do a quick recap. First one's by Umbrella. It's, uh, I'm getting mixed signals from a date. Don't. I think the theme here is don't jump to any conclusions quite yet. There's no red flags that popped up for me. So I think you should be safe to meet him in person. Awesome. Second one is girlfriend thinks she's 80% the reason for my success and got mad when I told her she's not. Um, again, we kind of agreed, but either both of you guys are wrong or both of you guys are not wrong, but 80% is just a number, I think. And I think the way you said it, she could have taken it in a different manner. And I think you should uh, resolve that way of talking and how yeah. she felt and just let her know she's appreciated yeah last but not least is i'm realizing that i don't have a supportive husband i'm graduating with a bachelor's degree and making more money and he's not happy about it 
I'd say figure out why, where these, where these comments are coming from, uh, and try not to jump to conclusions and try not to go into that conversation with, you know, a, a pre preloaded, you know, opinion of what he's feeling. Awesome. Yeah. That concludes episode 22. 22. I've penning for our 22. thoughts podcast. Is that copyrighted? Are we going to cancel now? What? I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just sang some Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway. Um, Again, if you guys haven't known, we are on YouTube. We are on YouTube. PFOT, if you want to listen to it. Um, also, we will always still be on our you know regular podcast app. So uh, whichever one's comfortable for you, doesn't matter to us. Yep. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, if you have your concerns or problems that you would like a third party opinion on, please do not hesitate to give us an email at give some to us at give some to us at gmail.com I don't know why <laughs> I froze there uh, it's just give some to us at gmail.com try to add the most detail if you can to make our life a little bit easier so we don't assume things um, but again we know the restrictions uh, of the thing but again thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of Penny for Our Thoughts and I hope to see your beautiful face next week thanks everybody for joining us and as always stay kind to each other <laughs>